It's Tips from the Top Floor, episode 916 for September the 8th, 2022. Tips from the top, from the top floor, tips from the top, all right, from the top floor. Hey, hello and welcome, it's Chris. You are listening to Tips from the Top Floor, the longest running photography podcast on the planet. I'm still very happy to be able to say that. Ha! A day late, a day late. I wish I could tell you that I did this on purpose because I wanted to have the Apple announcement in this episode. But no, I didn't. I just did run out of steam, honestly. I yeah, there's just too many things and then my my personal bandwidth is kind of limited and it's you know it's a worth it's a, it's a, it's a, a work life balance thing or it's a podcast life balance thing and sometimes life just takes over. But I'm here uh, bringing you this episode this week um, with a bunch of topics. Just a new one that just came out. Yes, we will briefly talk about the iPhone 14. Um, but another one that just dropped is um, if, if you have played with Stable Diffusion, we've talked about this here, the image generator that is disrupting the whole field because it's open source and it's, yeah, it's 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 creating quite a, an explosion of uh, new developments and open source developments and things and it's showing up in lots of apps and things now so weeks weeks of development um are happening or let's say months of development are happening in days right now so there's a lot of energy flowing into this thing and that's amazing um but there's also the beta.dreamstudio.ai site by stable diffusion themselves where you can use you can use the system um it's paid for because of course you they have um to provide gpu power um and that's what you pay for but it's not very expensive and it's a great place to play with these kind of systems um and yes stable diffusion has just added a functionality that others have already um, kind of tickled out of the open source part of it. Uh, but now it's officially available on dreamstudio.ai and that is their image-to-image -image functionality. Like uh, it's in the web interface. And that means you can now drop in, I don't know, let's say a crayon drawing of something and make it into a stunning photograph um, by just giving it that base photo, that initial image, and then giving it a, a text prompt that helps. And... Um, there's, I mean, people are using this in really interesting ways. Like there, uh, for example, I've seen some people draw a, a drop in uh, pictures of old uh, video game characters and making them into real people, <laughs> that kind of stuff, or or making uh, doing a style transfer this way from photographs to um, to GTA type imagery and that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, stable diffusion. If you haven't played with it, hey. Go ahead and do it. It's it's eye-opening, I would think. So, um, Stable Diffusion. Oh, here's a quick one I just recently came across that I find interesting. It's uh, Initially, I thought, oh, that's just old film crap, old analog stuff. But um, turns out, no, it's not really. I'm talking about 12K motion picture scans. Because this is actually cutting-edge technology uh, where where they combine motion picture film with high-end scanners. And those are, I mean, the whole machinery, it's not the newest machinery, but it's really super high resolution. So you know that a lot of, a lot of Hollywood directors and other directors still use film 
for various reasons. One being that the quality is amazing. That's also one of the reasons why it's a lot of old movies could be re-released in 4K. Um, because film has that quality. It just needs to be scanned properly. So... Uh, what they're doing here in the, in a lab, and that's a video. Uh, I'm, I'm going to link that video of the lab um, that does that. They scan film, like movie, uh, motion picture film, at 12K, which is a high resolution. <laughs> so that is a great look behind the scenes. Um, I, yeah, I dig these kind of things a lot. Let's talk about the iPhone 14. The iPhone 14. Yeah, um, been announced yesterday and of course and i'm not gonna go this is not a, this is not an iphone channel this is not a smartphone channel but um smartphones are part of our photography today it's no denying actually they're taking over panasonic is now uh, stopping making uh compact cameras because the smartphones have eaten up that market and there's nothing left for the traditional uh camera makers in those markets and, uh, of course, the iPhone, uh, the new iPhone that has been announced yesterday comes with updates to the cameras. And I just want to briefly touch on a few things. Um, the iPhone 14, not the Pro version, the regular version, is now like like last year's iPhone 13 Pro. Same processor, but a camera, not the telephoto cam, or not the ultra-wide camera. I'm not even sure. Didn't really look at that part that closely but anyway only two cameras and um great phone great phones i'm a fan i've had iphones since the 3gs um the one with the black the soap bar the black soap bar plastic soap bar kind of thing um and uh, the pro version the more expensive version the more photography centered version even though i would say all the iphones the, the the cameras are the killer feature. I mean, yes, there's a lot of connectivity and so on, but um, again, the years ago, I heard a number that um, at Apple, there's like 600 people working in the photography camera department. 600 people um, making sure the cameras are the best they can be at that form factor. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's... It's more now. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the Pro version is the one that gets the best cameras. And um, if you look at them now, I mean, I'm looking at a... Actually, it's in my pocket. Let me get it out. The the 13 uh, Pro, which I'm going to keep for at least another year because it's perfect. It's great. I don't need the, the upgrade yet. But um, anyway, looking at those cameras, I mean, those are huge and they protrude quite a bit out of the case. Those uh, 14 Pro cameras protrude even more. <laughs> it's amazing what they are. And they will get away with it because, yeah, there's, a, there's physics. There's physics in the cameras um, that you can't just ignore. So that's what they're doing. They're making them physically even larger. Um also, the, uh, the the main camera has a larger, like, 48-megapixel sensor now. That's the first megapixel bump in quite a long time. Um, normal photos will still be 12 megapixels because they use pixel binning. They put, like, four pixels into one, and that increases the quality and the light sensitivity. Um, the sensor is bigger. Um, but you can use all the 48 megapixels in, in Pro Raw. So if you switch to the, to the Raw uh, format, then... 
you'll get 48 megapixels out of this, which I'm not even sure. It's more than any of my DSLRs. Now let's figure out um, how good they are, those pixels, but uh, there's no reason with decent light that they can't be amazing. So um, there's also a new 2X zoom mode, which is not uh, which is not a digital zoom, it's optical zoom. And the way they do it is they they crop from those 48 megapixels the center, and that is a 2x uh, crop factor. So it's optical 12, uh, 2x zoom level. Um, and notice how I'm saying 2x and 3x, 4x, whatever. Because um, that nomenclature, yeah... Apple has been using it consistently. They they don't really, in their marketing, don't give they don't give you the millimeters um, focal length equivalent to because that's complicated. They just go 0.5x, 1x, 2x, 4x. Um, anyway, or 3x. Anyway, um, what do those more pixels give you? Better low light. I already talked about this. The video modes have changed a bit. Like they they are now they now do 24 frames per second for like a more cinematic feeling video. Um, they touted their better anti shake. So gimbals they want to make gimbals obsolete, which I'm all for. Um, and then the, the selfie camera, which is quite an important camera, actually is now has autofocus. So. And of course, the whole thing is filled with a ton of AI and neural processing as cameras go today. So I might actually, I, ha I have these categories for, for things. If you look at the show notes, you can see that each of those items I'm talking about here has, has categories, one or multiple. Uh, it had photo so far, but now I added AI to it because that's, <laughs> AI still plays an important role. All right, a piece of news. A piece of news um, that just, just, I think it's a couple of weeks old now, but um, apparently, I mean, one thing, when if you, if you happen to be flying, we all know, don't say the B word on an airport, uh, at an airport, the bomb word, because, but yeah, here's, here's a photo bomb of a different kind of, different kind of caliber, because um, there's a story of a, of a, of a photographer who was uh, on a, on a flight, and he apparently had a an, an older camera, something that I don't know looked complicated, um, and he had that on the airplane. And there's this weird story of a woman being convinced that that guy with a camera was in fact not using a camera, but some explosive device. So she made a whole big uh, brouhaha and made the pilots do an emergency landing and by screaming, you'll kill us, and so on. So, yeah. And that led to the photographer being detained for hours, and now he's suing. And this is its an interesting story because it kind of reflects on society not really knowing about these things anymore. Um, I mean, people associate a camera with a, a slab of glass in your pocket now, and... Uh, the things and and maybe the in air quotes professional cameras the dslrs and things that you see on the sidelines of uh, of sports events that kind of stuff so mm, yeah weird story i had a, i have a similar story that or a story along those lines from years ago when monica and i went to vienna to uh shoot large format uh photography in the city there's like vienna has these uh these 
inner courtyards, old buildings, beautiful architecture, great stuff. And, and, it, and it's going to be part of the Eastern European photo road trip next year. If you want to come along, discover the topfloor.com. Anyway, <clears throat> that was years ago. We, we both had our backpack on with the photo backpack with, uh, uh, the cameras, the folded up Chamonix four by five field cameras, and I was the first in in the security area of the airport. It was early morning, like a time where mostly business people fly. So there were suits in front of me, suits behind me, Monica behind me, straight direct directly behind me, and then I uh, put my backpack on the conveyor belt, and it goes through the X ray. And the young lady at the monitor turns pale. You can, I could see her face sink. And so I I offered information. I mean, I, I told her um, that there's a camera in there. It's a large format camera. And uh, she completely ignored me. She did not acknowledge me whatsoever. She waved over a colleague and then uh, two ladies were looking into that monitor. And then they got a guy over from, uh, from like a police guy, a border protection kind of person who would then come over to me, still not really acknowledging me, um, pushing people in front of me, further in front of me, and the people behind me further back, and then they closed like big glass doors. So the the three of us were in sort of a compartment then. Um, and uh, they kept discussing and they and they and they kept I heard them like whisper to each other, we we need to get such and such. We need to make sure you can get such and such here and well it turns out such and such was an older guy he was i don't know in his 60s he had a had a gray beard and he <clears throat> he um he came over and looked like he was the manager and they were pretty inexperienced so um mr such and such leaned over looked at the monitor and asked Asked the lady in front of the monitor, so uh, tell me, where did you spot the trigger? So she must have seen something in that monitor that looked like some trigger for an explosive device or something. And uh, and I I kept making myself heard, like, um, this is a camera. I addressed him, and he then, he was the first one to to look over and nod and with a knowing nod it's like yeah it's okay it's okay so he used it as a as a, as a training exercise but i was i was in there like i was I, I was under the impression that it would wouldn't be long until someone held a gun at me um so yeah they then had me open the backpack and i i got to demonstrate and unpack and and unfold the chamonix four by five and and he showed them, and I got to like, and, and this whole thing took like, I don't know, five to ten minutes. And people behind the glass were very, very in, impatient because, of course, they are business flyers and business travelers, and they need to be on their plane and important business and stuff. But um, they took their sweet time <laughs> to to make this into into an exercise um at the same time monica behind the glass behind me um she was she was trying to tell the other travelers that there's nothing to worry about and uh, we're just photographers and so on 
and uh, yeah, and then they let me go, and I just I just turned around to the to Mister Such and Such and said, <laughs> you know, the, watch out, the next person has one of those too. So yeah, that was my story of being misjudged, being. Yeah, I don't know. What does that mean? Does that mean we can't travel with fancy cameras anymore? Um, maybe, maybe be a bit more up upfront, like showing people, telling people upfront, watch out, there's something weird in there, just so you know. Um, we, we we used to do this with when transporting film, telling people like uh, just just so you know, there's a lead bag in there, there's film in there, and could we have that hand checked and so on? So yeah, yeah. How how do you approach that? I mean, you let me know uh, how you would approach that kind of a situation uh, to to maybe <laughs> I don't don't want to say to defuse it, air quotes um, ahead of time so nothing strange happens. Maybe it comes down to being a communication exercise. So let me know. You can you can send in feedback to tfttf.com slash hi tfttf.com slash Hi, um, I love your written feedback. I love your recorded audio feedback. Um, get your voice on the show. All right, last item for today is, you. do you remember the stories about the, which was it, Galaxy S21? The 100x zoom that could take, like, I, I mean, 100x zoom in a, in a smartphone, and that could take, like, sharp images of the moon? That was one of the flagship features, you know. You, you, if you take your regular phone from, I don't even know when that was, years ago, uh, and, and you point that at the moon, all you get is like a black sky and a washed out white blob. It's, yeah, the phones are just not made for that. So when that came out, it was first of all one of those mind-blowing features because you could now take a picture of the moon with the craters showing and everything. And yeah, that's... It's amazing if if you if you have a decent telephoto lens and you know the the Mooney Eleven rule, then you of course you know that you can shoot a, a picture of the moon handheld with a telephoto lens uh, with your mirrorless or DSLR, no problem, not hard to do. But uh, if you if your photography frame of reference is your smartphone, then yeah, that was mind boggling. That was quite a feature. And then pretty soon. We had another moon conspiracy theory because the story emerged that, that Samsung used AI to detect the moon, which I think that was probably what they were doing, okay? Um, but then they would not just use AI to detect the moon and then handle it appropriately, so, but, but they would also replace it, use AI to replace the moon with better imagery, because the moon always shows us the same side, more or less. So if you have a bunch of strategically um, strategic pictures in the in your in your memory, and you you could just like yeah replace that or blend it in, blend the details in or something. And yeah, that that was the that was a theory, and I did for a while subscribe to that because it was amazingly good and amazingly detailed what they could do with these phones. And now, um, follow the link in the show notes for an interesting write-up. Someone went down that rabbit hole uh, to figure out if that rumor was actually true. And while it's not one hundred percent conclusive, it really seems that 
know that a eye moon replacement thing was probably not a thing. And I was under the I was under the impression that it was quite likely that that that's how they kind of cheated a bit. But it uh, turns out that it doesn't really look like they did. So yeah, I have to I have to adjust my my reality here. Anyway, that was it for this episode of Tips from a Top Floor. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being subscribed. You guys and girls are the best. I love you all. And you can, of course, leave feedback for the show at tfttf.com slash hi. And that includes writing, recording a voicemail or attaching a file and send it to me. And Mark has done exactly that. And Mark writes, Chris, fantastic to have you back. I've only just realized the podcast is up again and now have to binge to catch up. Listen for years, disappointed when TFTTF went silent. And after we have all struggled through the last two years, Great to hear you back, and the return for me signals the worst is over. We are all back on the right track. More strength to you, Chris. Thanks for your work, Mark, from Sydney, Australia. Yeah, that, that you know that time since mid-March 2020, that has been a struggle. And more than you would think. And uh, yeah, that, of course, is, is the main reason why TFTTF was silent for so long. Um... But, you know, this, yeah, on the one hand, I want to give you this positive outlook and say, yeah, the worst is over. We're all going to be all right. Um, but in, for me, it still is a struggle. I mean, I must be really honest about this. Um, for example, I at this point, I still can't see myself going back to doing like five photo tours a year. And the, the multiple reasons. Um, but, I mean, for example, I still can't really see myself going back on doing those five photo tours a year with all flying all the co2 and it's not just my co2 it extends out it makes other people want to do that again and without climate going down the gutter right now that is not going to come back anytime soon for me that travel lifestyle if at all i really don't know um and honestly that's kind of painful because not only did i love the, the travel but you know, it was also an important uh, part of my income, and that is pretty much gone now. So that's that's one of the reasons why I came up with the Tesla-based micro photo tours, the the Eastern Europe photo road trip that I just did the scouting for. Um, that's one of those. A again, it's not easy, but in some ways, I mean, things are definitely better than a year ago. So. Uh, yeah, I and I do I do appreciate a positive outlook. I um, I'm more of an optimistic than a pessimistic person. I put myself in the in the optimistic realist type of position while being a nerd and trying to understand everything around me, which includes pandemics and, uh, and climate and things like that, um, which includes a lot of exponential co co components that people are really not good at uh, at at feeling so yeah it's a mixed bag but uh, in general the, po the outlook is more positive than negative for me so um, so that's that 
let's see. Um, that is the end of the episode. Um, yeah, next up in about 10 minutes, I'm gonna head out to go to a doctor's appointment because one of the nice souvenirs I brought back from the Eastern European photo road trip scouting tour is uh, pink eye. I have an eye infection and it's not going away, so I have to. Yeah, I need my eyes. <laughs> Not just for looking, also for photography. So yeah, that's um, keep your fingers crossed that that's gonna be better soon because it's really annoying. Anyway, follow tips from the top floor on Twitter at tfttf photo, and of course you can you can support this show over at Patreon tfttf.com/patreon. Your support makes a huge difference, and uh, I don't think that I meant it as much as I do uh, now it really helps thank you very much and now go out and take amazing photos be extra nice to each other really do think of that because there's so much crap going on be nice to each other okay and of course happy shooting <laughs>